Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Patrick Conley, glad to be with you again, along with Cammie Berthume, our producer, Paul Sonic, our technical producer, coming to you through the relevant Radio 1330 AM studios in Golden Valley. For those of you keeping score at home, we learned in our previous segment about life in an all-brothers order. Now, we move on to consecrated religious life. What's the difference and why does it matter? What's it like to serve as a brother among fathers? Joining us now, our brother Ken Holman, of the, a Jesuit doctoral student at Georgetown University, and brother Joe Trout, a Dominican friar from Oak Park, Illinois. Welcome to the program, brother Ken. Thank you for having me here. Very good. And brother Joe, welcome to you as well. Thank you. It's great to be here. Wonderful. All right, brother Ken, let's start with you. Help us understand the difference between all brother orders and then uh, orders that have both brothers and priests. What's the difference here? You know, I, I think the the biggest difference is really um, kind of in the expression of how they live out their their mission and what their founders were calling them to in many ways. So, you know, one of the things that we talk about uh, in the Jesuits is that the brother is the purest and clearest form of what it means to be a Jesuit, because our whole identity is the Society of Jesus. Um, mm. We don't have, as brothers, you know, the, the sacerdotal ministry or anything like that. So our, our fullness of who we are is the vows as brothers in our particular religious order. So, you know, I think it's a really great opportunity to, to witness to... Um, fundamentally who we are as Jesuits or, you know, respectively Dominicans and Franciscans, etc. Right. Okay. Uh, Brother Joe, you have some past ties to the Twin Cities area, don't you? I do. I worked for a year up at Holy Rosary in Minneapolis. Ah, very good. What was that experience like for you? Uh, you know, it was quite an interesting one. I had a delightful time working there. Uh, my Spanish was questionable, but it made it through the year. Um, but it was a, an absolutely incredible experience of uh, working with people across all different backgrounds and getting used to the cold. <laughs> yes, indeed. Where are you originally from, brother? Uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Okay. So, uh, you know, you're, you're not completely uh, uh, ignorant of the cold then, I suppose. No, but, uh... no, but the average temperature was like seven degrees the January I was there. So that was that was new. Okay. Very good. Very good. All right. Well, um want to look at the title take a look at the titles uh father and brother and those respective roles and brother logan and larry did touch on this a bit already um but uh we'll say uh you know as we're looking at it brother joe what do these what do these titles mean to you individually what what sets a brother and a father um together and apart how do they complement one another and uh, uh you know some of the differences are probably obvious but maybe not uh, so much from the perspective of an, of an actual religious brother so help us out yeah so the term brother really is an internal one for our lives together that that is what we are seeking the whole point of religious life is that growing into a fraternity of becoming one in christ um, and to be you know one as the people of god and so that really is that familial term of us uh, being united, whereas the term father is, I mean, that is a particular form of a ministerial role. That is um, a way of imitating Christ as the, the head and taking on that mission. But that's a mission to the church, whereas the role of brother really is the living as the church. Um, and that's how I tend to see it. So my life as brother really, that um, I'm, other people call me brother. That's normally how I go. But really, the life of brother is to be a part of a group that is uh, making our, the whole of our lives about God, the whole of our lives about 
uh, living in you know faith, hope, and love. Um, and so that's that spills out into how we relate to the rest of uh, the people we encounter. Um, but it's not there is a bit of an internal external difference there for me. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Now, with uh, just sticking with you for a second, Brother Joe, and with with the Dominicans, is 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 it just uh, is it sort of a foregone conclusion that that people who join the Dominican single men who join the Dominican order are uh, are placed on the track to priesthood, or is there is there a, a is there a longstanding uh, tradition of the brotherhood as well? Uh, it certainly is the norm that people become priests. There are not very many brothers. Where I think there are about 230 of us in the world versus thousands of priests. So we are the, the minority. Um, historically, there were more. Um, I think most people do enter our kind of discernment process looking to become priests because uh, one of the effects of not having that many brothers is people don't tend to discern what they haven't encountered much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like I entered to become a priest, and then when I was in my novitiate, changed tracks over to become a brother because I didn't really know anything about them, and it was hard to make a blind choice like that. But in mm-hmm. the exposure to the life of the brother, that's what uh, made the big change for me. Ah, fascinating. Okay, how about with the Jesuits, Brother Ken? Is it uh, is it again the priesthood is usually the the end game, so to speak? <laughs> You know, I, I think it really depends internationally where we're at. Um, so, you know, Brazil, for example, has far more Jesuit brothers than the United States, both by, I think, total number and by kind of per capita. Um, you know, I think that observation about the, you know, you don't discern what you don't know is very apt. Um, but one of the things that we've really worked on in the United States is promoting the brothers' vocation and the head of the Jesuits, Father General, um, has made it very clear that he wants to see more brothers. So, you know, in the U.S., where about 5% of Jesuits are brothers, uh, whereas in other countries it's as high as like 35%. Wow. Okay. That's Yeah, that is significant. And and I think, as you both said, I think that's very true that if you haven't encountered these things, uh, haven't encountered the, the brotherhood, then it's harder to recognize and understand the call in that way. Brother Ken, let me uh, stick with you for a moment and, and just ask, um, how did your call, just briefly, of course, how did your call come about? When did you first uh, start feeling the tug? Yeah, you know, so I, um, my faith didn't mean a whole lot to me when I was uh, younger. You know, I went to Catholic grade school and stuff like that, and it was pretty formal. You know, my family was regular church going. My dad actually was a theology teacher. Um <laughs> But my faith really came alive when I went to the School of the Americas protest at Fort Benning, Georgia, um, to commemorate the lives of the six martyrs, uh, the six Jesuit martyrs and their co-workers who were assassinated by American-trained soldiers in El Salvador. And it was at that moment that that sense of martyrdom, the sense of witness, that my uh, vocation really came alive. So, um, yeah, I found my vocation at a protest. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a, that is a, a deep sense of call that can be, well, they say the blood of the martyrs is the seat of the church, right? So, I mean, yeah. something going on right there. Yeah, absolutely. How about you, uh, Brother Joe, when, when we're talking about that, you, you alluded this to this uh, a bit before, but uh, it, was there a specific draw to the Dominicans as you were um, sussing out your own call? Yeah, so I... Uh, 
my story is somewhat the opposite. When I was a kid, I think I was five, when my parents had friends who were missionaries, and I thought as a kid, that's that's what I want to do with my life. Um, but then I only knew diocesan priests, and something about that was never appealing to me. Um, and so I spent most of my life with this tugging of, I feel like I'm supposed to do something religious with my life, uh, but I didn't know what it was. And then I got to college, and by that point, I was lost in a million different things, figuring out life. But um, the Dominicans ran the campus ministry at Purdue, where I went. And um, after actually initially hating them um, and <laughs> being insistent that I would never become a Dominican, um, I uh, it gradually, through a whole variety of things, uh, drew me into the life um, and so that was, you know, discovering what religious life was really about uh, is, was that missing piece for me, that there was never anything about the sacramental ministry that was such a big draw, but the life centered on God as a, a totality of your life. That's, that's what really drew me in. Um, we're joined by Brother Joe Trout, OP, and Brother Ken Homan, SJ, as they're talking about the religious brotherhood in both the Jesuits and the Dominicans. And uh, great, uh, well, you're you're giving it a good go here, guys. I got to tell you, it's 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 sounding appealing, and and uh, yeah, I, it's something that I think that young men should at least uh, look into and explore a little bit. Brother Joe, let me start this next question with you, but I'd like you both to answer. If you were to speak to a young man today and and who is trying to figure out the call, um, what would you say to encourage him to, to actually engage or consider the life of a religious brother? Two things. Uh, first one would be pray more. Whatever you're trying to figure out, spend more time in prayer, uh, because it is ultimately a calling. And if you're not spending time falling in love with God and listening to God, you will not figure it out. Um, the second part would be expand your horizons. Uh, I think most of the church really does tend to have a fairly narrow focus on vocation. Um, for instance, I, I grew up, my dad always told me, you'll be a good father, a good father, and we'll be happy for you either way. Um, and I think that's what a lot of young men experience in the church, become a priest or get married. Uh, but in fact, the church has a lot more diverse traditions than that. A lot of our world is pretty narrow in its ideas of how to live out a, uh, a meaningful, good life. Uh, and so I think to find vocation, you really do have to ponder the great many ways that someone can follow God and not not get too boxed in right away. Um, you still have to have something driving it and, and look at real options. But I think uh, many people's horizons are often way too narrow, and that gets mm. in the way of discernment quite often. Mm. Very good point. Brother Ken, how about you? Uh, if you were speaking with a young man uh, investigating the call, what would you say to him? Yeah, just to add to the, to the point of go deeper in prayer, is also find someone who can accompany you in prayer. Uh, find a good spiritual director who can really help walk with you, help you kind of unpack what you've been praying about and discerning about. The other piece is, you know, especially with the, the Jesuits, for example, like, just take the plunge, take the opportunity that, um, you know, our life is very much about ongoing discernment. We are constantly listening to the call of God. It's not a one and done. And so if you enter and discern that it's not right for you, that's totally okay. Um, so don't be afraid to, to try it out because there's kind of nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. That's that's fantastic. And again, I wish we had more time, but uh, I think that's a good word to end our, our little chat on. So thank you so much for that. Nothing to lose. Uh, go deeper in prayer. Trust the Lord. And as we hear oftentimes, trust the process, right? Well, 
It's been a pleasure, an absolute pleasure, pleasure speaking with both of you, Doctor or Doctor, <laughs> Brother Ken Holman, S.J. Brother Joe Trout, O.P. Thank you for joining us here on Practicing Catholic. God bless you both. Thanks so much. You as well. Thank you. Religious Brothers Day is May 1st. Visit 10,000vocations.org to learn more about religious life here in our archdiocese and find resources on discernment, including an Am I Called questionnaire, signs that you may be called to religious life, a listing of religious orders around our archdiocese, and much more. Please continue to pray for the women and men called to this special form of service. As we continue on into the Easter season, my brother Paul and my sister Cammie join me with some ways for you to engage around our local church. Stay tuned.